Do you think you may have a problem with your alcohol consumption or drug use? Are you thinking about quitting and want to know what all the sober hype is about? Are you in recovery and chose to tune in for some inspiration? Whatever the reason, I'm so grateful you are here with me today. My name is Sarah, and I am the creator and host of this podcast. I spent most of my life drinking, and eventually I realized how alcohol was negatively impacting my life in many ways. One day at the age of 39, I decided I was sick and tired of feeling sick and tired, and I reached out for help. I have been sober since 2012, and it has changed my life in ways I never imagined. I am so happy that I got the chance to live a more comfortable life, free of the chains of addiction. Today, my life just keeps getting better. Sober Gratitudes was born out of the desire to recover out loud so that others could see the hope in sobriety. In each episode, I speak with a recovered alcoholic or addict who shares how their life changed for the better after they got sober. I welcome you to subscribe to my podcast to hear these amazing stories of people from all walks of life. They too want to share in this mission to help others and to end stigmas of addiction. I promise you, you will be inspired. Whether you have been here before or you were a first-time listener, I would be so grateful if you would take a minute to write a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this show so that it can reach more people who may be struggling. You can also reach me at sobergratitudes at gmail.com with any questions or comments. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for dropping in today and welcome to Sober Gratitudes. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sober Gratitudes. My name is Sarah, and I am your host. I am so thrilled you're here today for another interview during my Staying Sober Through the Holidays series. And I'm really excited for our guest today. Her name is Gail McDonald from SoberBliss.com. And she is dedicated to helping women stuck in destructive destructive cycles of drinking to find freedom from alcohol and transform their lives. And she is currently offering a holiday program called How to Plan Your Perfect Alcohol-Free Christmas. Gail, welcome so much to Sober Gratitudes. I'm so grateful that you're here with me today. Oh, thank you, Sarah. Lovely to be here. Good, good. Well, you know, I it's so hard to miss your Instagram account and your your website because it's just so breathtakingly beautiful. <laughs> the, the lighting and the white and it's it sets the, the the colors and how you um, post things and it's just so inviting and um, I definitely felt very invited to your account and it made me very curious to know what you're doing because um, I know you're, you're, you've been sober for a couple of years now, is that correct? Yeah, um, I stopped drinking on March 28, 2018, so yeah, two and a half years that's, or so. That's amazing. What inspired you to um, get into this kind of um, lifestyle, like in, in getting on Instagram and Facebook and everything? What, what, what was it that inspired you? Yeah. Um, well, I don't know if you know, or your listeners know, but I live in Spain in a tiny little village in the middle of nowhere. And it can be very isolating. 
I am really lucky in the sense that when I stopped drinking, my husband did also. In fact, he stopped the day before me. So I've always had that support at home. But outside of that, you know, there wasn't really much. And I was quite late actually to discovering um, other sober groups and things like that. And Instagram actually, I came quite late to Instagram as well. But then when I saw like the amazing other sober people out there, I just thought, oh, this is so cool. I'd love to connect and I'd love to share my journey and, um, and help people and inspire people because, you know, the transformation that I went through truly was a transformation. And I just thought, I can't keep this to myself because I was in a really bad place. And then feeling how I feel now, I just thought so many other women must be going through that. So if I can help just a tiny little bit, then, then that's what kind of prompted me to do it, really. Um, and I can't take credit for all the gorgeous things on my Instagram website. That's my husband. He's a the one who pretties everything up for me. Well, it really is so beautiful. It, it, <laughs> kudos to your husband. <laughs> well, that's what happens. Like, I, I know that when I got sober, I found like creativity started to open up more mm-hmm. in, for, for, in my experience. Um, and I, I noticed that with, with a lot of people in sobriety that they, they, mm-hmm. they're, they, they, they uncover or create the creative parts of themselves become uncovered that they didn't necessarily know that they had. And, um, that's the, that's one of the wonderful things about being sober is that we have so much more time to do, (laughs) to really activate our creative side. And instead of being busy, um, trying to find our next drink and dealing with hangovers. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so nice that you, you do that. So go ahead. Yeah, I, I'd love to yeah. hear. I was just going to say about creativity. I used to think that, you know, when I was drinking, I was an amazing creator and writer. And I thought everything that I produced was fantastic. But looking back, it was all the rubbish, really. Um, I that I wouldn't be able to write as much or write as well when I stopped drinking. But the opposite happened. It kind of flowed out a lot easier and it came from the heart. And, you know, that's not just my blogs and things that I publish, but also like my journaling and things like that. I found it a lot easier to get things out when I wasn't drinking as opposed to, you know, just blotting them and bottling them up with alcohol. So I, I do notice that you offer uh, journaling type templates to those that um, sign up to work with you. Um, is that inspired by the temp- like things that, how you journaled yourself in sobriety? Yeah, and also I think sobriety is a wonderful, beautiful, amazing, gorgeous thing. And I try to reflect that in, like you said, the, the Christmas planner, for example, that we're using at the moment, coach behavior. And my other, I've got a retreat and I make it inviting and beautiful and lovely so that people, you know, when they look at it, 
they do think of it as doing a beautiful thing from themselves mm. for themselves you know not just writing and you know writing on a plane or a notebook is absolutely fine but I think when you've got something gorgeous there that adds to that whole feeling of yes I'm doing this for myself and it is a lovely thing I love that I really do because it, it you know it it's not just a surface thing but but to be able to look and have something beautiful that you're writing your sober thoughts and all your feelings about sobriety and recovery on something that is beautiful that you know i've i guess i've really not thought i haven't thought about it that much until now and you sharing about why you chose to um offer programs the way you are um so can you share with us a little bit more about, um, for example, the, the program that's going on right now? I don't know how much you can divulge. I know you have to sign up um, to, to partake in it, but um, what has been your experience in, in working with, with those that reach out and, and sign up for your programs? Yeah, oh, I just love it. Um, you know, like we said before, we kind of, came on air, if you like. The whole Zoom thing allows you to connect with people all over the world. And that is, you know, one of the, the bits about my job that I love the most, because I do get to connect with people everywhere. Um, and I just love being able to help people face to face, if you like. I know it's online, but, you know, having somebody there with you and being there for them just to support and, and guide and encourage, because the people in my program at the minute, for example, they're all in different stages of the journey. So they've all come with different aspects that are troubling them. They've got different strengths, different worries, different fears. And it's nice to bring those experiences together and to share stories and to support each other and just to help each other along you know somebody might be going through something right now that another person has just come out of so it's not only me that people get the benefit of it's the other people in the community which i love so much that's beautiful so through these programs it sounds like you're building a community for yourself that helps other people but also helps yourself in, in yeah. Yeah, absolutely, because it can be lonely. Um, and sometimes, you know, there's days when you think, oh gosh, why am I doing this? What's going on? I don't know if I can keep going. Um, you know, I've, I'm going to be sober forever. I made that decision quite early on that I was never, ever going to drink again. But still, daily life kicks in and you do feel lonely, you do feel down. And it, it's just nice to have people around you who you can connect with and who can you know shine a little bit of light on your day and you the same for them and I think it's so important when we're on this journey because there's a lot of shame and guilt attached to it but having like-minded people who know exactly where you're coming from and what you're going through and to share things with I do think it helps such such a lot especially with everything else that's going on in the world right now. Yeah. 
How soon after you got sober did you did you develop this program? Sober Bliss began about six months after I got sober. I started a blog, basically just sharing my my journey, my experiences, hints and tips that I, you know, wanted to share with people to help. And then about a year ago, after I'd done my addiction therapy training and everything, that's when Sober Bliss kind of became what it is now in terms of actual coaching and programs to help people. So you're currently um, in an addiction therapy training program or you've completed one? Yeah, I completed it, um, I can't remember when it was now, early on this year, I finished it, beginning of this year. Oh, that's wonderful, congratulations. Yeah, thank you, it was, I loved it, it was so interesting and eye-opening. Yeah. That's amazing, there are so many people who do that, um, that, and it's, I think it's wonderful that people who are helping others with their addiction to have that own experience, their own experience with addiction themselves. I think that is, mm. I think above and beyond, I think the most important thing between an addiction therapist and somebody, that's just my opinion, to be able to identify so completely <laughs> spot on, you know, is, is really so um, important. So that that's wonderful. To the, I didn't realize that that that's that's fantastic. That that's a part of um, yeah. round. That's wonderful. Um, so let me see that you are. I, I I've I've pulled up all of your social media <laughs> present where you're present, and it's just oh. Another beautiful site. Instagram is just lovely. Um, and your website, uh, sober-bliss.com. And then your Facebook site. It looks like you um, have a lot of activity from your Facebook site, it seems. Is that where you yeah. get a lot yeah. of Instagram? Yeah, we've got a little Facebook group as well um, for Blissfully Sober. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, because of your what you created, um, sounds like you have a, a a group community that you've you've yeah. cre created for yourself and for others. Blissfully sober. Yeah. So, is that a separate site or is it a separate Instagram account? Uh, it's just a private, small Facebook group where. Women can come either if they're thinking about changing their relationship with alcohol or if they're already sober. It's just a nice safe space, really. It's free as well. So anybody can come along and join if they're interested in living a blissfully sober life, basically. That's wonderful. So what can you share with us? Um, because you know, we are talking about this time of the year, um, the holidays. Um, people all over the world are celebrating holidays right now and we're being told, um, at least in my area of the United States, we are being told to not um, share indoor space with more than 10 people. Um, mm -hmm. And so that really has impacted our, 
our holidays. And so my family has had to make decisions that are hard, but we have to accept them because it's important to us to stay healthy, um, especially since there's so much, so many unknowns about the coronavirus itself, as well as um, the impact it can have on your body after you've recovered from it. Um, so, so that's why we, my family tries very hard to um, follow, you know, what is um, highly suggested to us by the governor and um, by scientists. So, so that makes, um, you know, for those of us who need to follow these kind of guidelines, um, and we're also either in early sobriety or we're struggling in sobriety, um, what would be some of your recommendations um, to get through, um, I guess, Christmas Day? Yeah. Um, my first tip would be to indulge as much as you can in all of the self-care and self-love and self-compassion. I think that's a really, really important part of the journey. And it's something that I encourage, you know, everybody to do and don't feel guilty about it you are so 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 important right now your sobriety is so important no matter what stage you're at and i think it's worth protecting you are worth protecting so ramp up the self-care ramp up the treats you know ramp up all of the nice lovely things that you can do for yourself, whatever that looks like for you. You know, don't be, don't feel bad if you have a hot chocolate every night, or don't feel bad if you want to lie in the bath at one o'clock in the afternoon. That's what you need to do. If that's what you want to do, then do it. Um, and also, I would say the simple things that really helped me in the beginning were sleep as much as you can. Fresh air, exercise, go for walks. My poor little dogs had their legs walked off the first few months of my sobriety because I was outside all the time. And if you can't get outside, then I think it makes a massive difference in your general outlook, your mental health. You know, there's nothing like a good dose of Mother Nature to help you if you're, if you're struggling. And reach out to people, you know, like we said before, the wonders now of Zoom and Facebook groups and there is connection there. So reach out and always reach out before. Don't wait until things get too much. Definitely if you're feeling down or you need a virtual hug or you're just a bit sad or worried, then, you know, there's somebody will be there to to lift you up and to talk to you. So don't be afraid to ask for help or ask a question. That, that, that's wonderful suggestions. Um, Self-care, connecting mm -hmm. with others. Um, we sure do have a lot of um, recovery groups yeah. out there. <laughs> and um, and you, um, people can, jump around to find the ones that they feel most comfortable in. Um, I, I think that's wonderful and, and they don't even have to leave their, their rooms. I know that's been something that's been, I've been so grateful for that, you know, I, I do um, 
I'm very involved in a 12-step program, but I also have, um, you know, I started dabbling in things, other like Instagram created um, communities, mm. that were communities for mothers um, in particular, because I am a mother. So, um, and, and this one, this one's just, uh, it seems like such a, a warm, inviting um, community that you've created. Um, sharing about what worked for you and, and combining that with your, your training and, um, you're, you're certified. I'm, I'm imagining, um, the, the, with the certification in combination with your, uh, yours and your husband's creativity and, uh-huh. and your, your kindness. You're just, you just have a very warm and gentle and compassionate way about you that I think that's, I know that's something that I needed when I first started um, going to recovery meetings um, because we were very, very vulnerable and, and scared in the beginning. So it, that Sober Bliss seems to be just a, a wonderful, wonderful community, online community um, oh. created. I'm, I'm really, and, and that ultimately helps you, right? Like when we are helping others. Oh yeah, absolutely. I never thought that I would find the one thing that I love so much after having such a hard time, if you like. It's funny how things kind of transpire and and work out in the end. But I genuinely love what I do and I'm just so grateful to have the opportunity to help other people, which does in turn help me. You know, it's incredibly humbling and I just feel so grateful every day to be able to be in this position even though it came from a dark place but I'm so grateful to be where I am now. That's wonderful. Well do you offer this um, like in a non-pandemic world as well like in person or is it all online? It's all online, basically, well, simply because of where I'm based, the tiny village in rural Spain. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, but, you know, the beauty of it is that I can help and connect with people all over the world. So, yeah, yeah, I'm always here. I'm near the embassy. Anybody needs me. Yeah, and and for people who are listening that are, wondering if they're, they have, um, if they're having problems with their relationship with alcohol, if they're um, drinking too much or relying on it too much. Um, the people like, um, like Gail, who I'm speaking with from Sober Bliss and other, um, and myself, of course, I'm always offering, I give people my, my personal phone number a lot too. Um, and so many other um, people who are who make themselves present on this platform of, of this virtual platform, you know, it's, it's um, what's wonderful about the recovery community is that people like us who do this, we are really doing it truly to help other people. Um, at least that, that's, that's the experience that I've had. I'm not sure about you, Gail, but I, I find that this, the recovery community um, on this platform um, is is beautiful because we all support each other um 
I just love what you're doing and I'm so grateful that I, I get the opportunity to, to promote what you're doing so that people mm. who feel frightened or a little bit nervous, um, I think, you know, it, you know, if I was, if it eight years ago, um, you know, I got sober eight and a half years ago and if I had nothing else but online, you know, options, I think I, I I'm, and even today to feel very comfortable working with you, um, your compassion oh, and your knowledge and, um, and your dedication is apparent and, and very, um, very, um, attractive, I think, um, and can be comforting to those who are very nervous um, about addressing problems that they're having or, or if they're questioning their relationship with alcohol. <clears throat> so I want to, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for, for doing what you're doing in your tiny little community in Spain. <laughs> Oh, thank you. That's so kind. I really appreciate it. Well, sure, sure. And it must be helpful too. I know you mentioned your husband is also um, not drinking either anymore. And is that you said? So that that must be helpful. I know that for me, that's helpful as well. My my husband's not an alcoholic, but he does um, doesn't mm. drink. He's never had that <laughs> problem with <laughs> one sip turning into five bottles of wine <laughs> yeah yeah oh I know I know yeah I'm so grateful it's kind of he pushed if you like we've been talking about it thinking about it for a while you know as you do and then just never really make it a good go of it and then one day he said okay that's it I'm not drinking anymore I was like wow part of me was like oh god are you serious and the other part of me was like oh, thank you Thank you so much. But there were still three beers in the fridge. So I drank them because I couldn't leave them sitting there. Um, and then that was it. The next day was my day one. And it was his day eight. And that was over two and a half years ago. We never, ever looked back. So that one, one decision changed everything. Well, aside from you creating this beautiful online community um, all on your own, you know, with some help with your husband, what, what would you say has been other um, gratitudes of sobriety? What, what has happened in your life, I guess, that has been unexpected because you got sober and that you couldn't necessarily see while you were actively drinking? I'm so grateful for this second chance in life, I suppose. Um, the freedom, especially the freedom in my own head. You know, as you know, drinking takes up so much space and time and effort and energy, and it's all consuming. But the freedom and, you know, the liberation that you experience when you stop. That was, you know, that was probably the most profound thing that I noticed straight away, all this peace in my head. Like, wow, this is just amazing. And I'm just so grateful for that because it just 
you know, the constant thoughts about drinking just drag you down. So that freedom from those thoughts and the negative thoughts about myself, because I didn't like myself very much when I was drinking. And to have all of that gone and to fill it with, you know, my family, I've got two lovely boys and my relationship with them now is far better than it was when I was drinking, that's for sure. Um, so to be present with them and to watch them grow up and to see the changes in them and to appreciate where I live. Now also, I live in a really nice part of Spain, but I never saw it when I was drinking. I would come home and I would stay inside. We lived in a cave, so we would hole up literally in the cave and drink. And I never saw the countryside. I never had the fresh air. I never went out. You know, I was overweight. I was sluggish. And so to be, I suppose, me again, that's one thing that I am hugely, hugely grateful for, to get back to who I am, who I lost along the way. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for being so honest and transparent about that, that I hear time and time again, um, a lot of people in sobriety share almost exactly what you just shared, um, the gratitude of sobriety that um, we have so much more freedom um, from our own sick thinking, um, our own you know negative self-talk, um, irritability, um, um, being judgmental, I know that I was I was hard on myself, um, mm -hmm. probably more than I was hard on others. And but being present, mm -hmm. I love that being present with our children. Um, you know, during I I think about you know during COVID, um, you know Thanksgiving this year for for my family was sitting around the, a table, just the five of us, and typically it's with like 20, 25 other people and lots of cousins, and um, but, you know, we, we wanted to make sure that, you know, our children understood that this was, was temporary and, and we didn't make such a fuss over it that we just thought, well, where can we find the gratitude in, in being here, just the five of us? And, um, and we did some things that were different um, than we had done in, in the 20 years prior um, every year. And, but being present and knowing that um, we have an opportunity to um, see things like the countryside that you live in and um, relationships with our children. Um, quarantining is, is really kind of an, that opportunity to <laughs> connect with our children um, in beautiful ways. So, um, yeah. so that's lovely. Aside from homeschooling, which oh, is no. a bit of a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. Recording this interview, I, I told my husband, I said, "Okay, make sure that you're aiding our youngest son during, you know, this recording, um, because this recording is so he's so respectful of it, which is so so wonderful." And um, but it it is it can be a challenge, but um, but you know that to know that we have so many options out there like yours, sober bliss. Uh, such a great name, Bliss. I mean, that, that I certainly feel blissful 
and, and sobriety. Not all the time. I'm human. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like all humans, you know, like all humans, we get, you know, we feel things other than bliss, but the majority of the time I know that I, I feel pretty content at the very least. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I, I thank you again for coming on my podcast and for, and, and, and sharing with us your experience about developing sober bliss. And, and it sounds like it's something that you're very dedicated to and you put a lot of time into with, with your heart and with your experience and um, also your credentials. So, so it, but um, I just think it's wonderful. And I, and so everyone who's listening, please make sure that you visit Gail at Sober Bliss. Her Instagram, her Instagram handle is sober underscore bliss. And, um, and she has a lot of wonderful programs going on right now, in particular, the, um, to get through the holidays. Um, it looks like they're very effective um, from what you were telling me for people who reach out and, and join these programs. So um, if, you, if you have used Facebook, she can be found on Facebook as well. She has a page that's called Sober Bliss. And then also the, the other one that you told me about blissfully, Oh yeah, blissfully sober. This little Facebook group. Okay, okay, blissfully sober. So wonderful. Well, is there before we close it up? Is there anything else that like you'd like to share with the the sober, the recovery community, or anyone who's struggling right now during the holidays? Just know that you're not alone. I know it feels like it sometimes. I know it can be, you know, lonely journey but you're not alone. And if you are struggling, then just reach out, you know, to anywhere. Instagram has got a, a gorgeous solar community. And if you send a message or left a comment or, you know, anything, then there will be people there. I will be there, you know, to help you and just have a chat and, and listen and just, you know, don't be afraid. I think it's so important not to be alone at this time of year, especially. So if you're struggling, then do reach out. That's wonderful, wonderful advice. Well, um, Gail, I hope you have a wonderful holiday season and, and Merry Christmas to you. And um, all the best to you and, and as you continue to help so many people with your, um, with this community that you created. It's just, it's just amazing. I'm just so impressed. I'm so inspired by it. So I'm so grateful that you are on my podcast. Oh, thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Okay. You too. Have a lovely, lovely Christmas. Thank you. All right. All the best to you. Thanks, Sarah. Well, that's a wrap on this episode. Thank you to my guest and all of you for listening. I hope what you heard inspires you to look for and recognize the gifts of sobriety. Sober Gratitudes, a podcast dedicated to delivering messages of hope through true stories of recovery. A sober life is possible if you truly want it.